Lara here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. Today's episode was inspired by a couple things that happened over the weekend. Um, one thing in my personal life, one thing based on a conversation that I was having with a client about relationships, and then another with a client where I was talking with them about just hiring coaches and hiring contractors. And it all comes back to how important it is to let people be who they actually are and the remembering to walk away from the person who isn't right for you in any capacity versus, again, attempting to try and force somebody to be something different. And so let me say it, let me start off with this when it comes to personal, because again, something that just like kind of occurred to me over the weekend, it's, it's funny. I know I've shared with you guys, like I've been dating more and you know, there are people that I'm seeing certainly and like talking to more than others. And it's really, again, just funny for me. I'm like, somebody's going to eventually listen to the user. You know, I'm going to have to kind of like get ahead with myself and give kind of like tips and guidance on how to date me and then kind of like slip these episodes to men, if you will. But my point is, is that I was having a conversation with, um, a guy that I have been seeing and I caught myself yesterday feeling a little bit frustrated when it comes to like the communication around a couple different things. And as I've shared with you guys before, I feel like I'm in this place where more than ever, ever, ever before in my life, I am craving like very masculine energy from a man, right? Somebody who, I don't want to say predicts what I want, but I'm so used to being in the driver's seat. I'm so used to being in control. I'm so used to creating what it is that I want. The idea or the feeling of somebody, you know, going out of their way to do something for me, or again, making me feel a certain way without me feeling as though I have to like create it is something that I'm craving so much right now. And it's interesting to me to watch myself struggle a bit to be in the feminine in that way, but then catching myself with, okay, but if I am in the masculine energy in so many ways, it's not shocking that I'm then attracting somebody who is not as like in their masculine in terms of like being in control of the dynamic, if that makes sense, right? Like it's just not shocking. And so again, I'm working on that within myself and paying attention to what feels right for me and, you know, how I want to adjust and how I've kind of screwed it up in the past, if you will. But my ultimate point being in a particular conversation, I kept feeling frustrated that this person wasn't giving me what I wanted. It wasn't saying what I wanted to hear. And I'm I'm not necessarily saying this about this particular person, but it was an interesting thing for me to pay attention to yesterday in the sense that, but Sarah, is this a situation where you are expecting him to be somebody he actually isn't? And then again, it kind of like put me on this rabbit hole, down this rabbit hole of like thinking about all the times that I've done that in the past, specifically with my ex with my long-term relationship, feeling as though, God, why doesn't he do this? Or why doesn't he understand that? Why doesn't he communicate this way? And not, I'm not saying this like in a blaming myself way, But I'm saying it that like, I'm like, why didn't you see that that's simply who he wasn't? It wasn't who he was ever going to be. 
And you spend so much time frustrated over that, trying to make him understand where you were coming from. And instead of just simply holding the space that actually somebody who can communicate that way exists. And if that's what you ultimately really, really want and desire, it's your job to walk away and pursue and find that thing versus again, spending time and energy frustrated, trying to change somebody when it comes to who they actually are. Right. And I know that we all do this with relationships. Like not we all, my hope is that many of you don't, but I think it is the norm to feel like, you know, you want somebody to be more romantic and like, they're not romantic, for example. And then you spend so much time and energy frustrated that they're not giving you that. Whereas in so many cases, the writing was on the wall from the very beginning. And maybe that simply isn't the right partner, right? And we should pursue the right one instead of again, attempting to force somebody to be something that they are actually not. And I think when you just think about how much time we've all spent frustrated and pissed off and resentful, over people not giving us what we wanted, you know, it's a, it's a wake up call, if you will, to recognize that sometimes, not all the times, but sometimes it's really just a clear, a clear like situation where it's time to walk away versus again, spending more time being frustrated, trying to warp that person into what they are not. And so again, I was talking about this with a client over the weekend as well. We were talking about, uh, this whole feminine and masculine energy concept. And I certainly don't want to pretend that I am an expert on this. Uh, I know that there are so many people who I'm affiliated with or like, just like connected with that are actual experts on this. And so, you know, I never want to insult anybody by acting like I've got like this all figured out because truly I don't. And it's, it's something that fascinates me and it's something that I've, you know, like, I don't know, I feel like I've, I've learned a lot about, I've come a far away with, but I certainly don't feel like an expert. But my point is we were talking, one of my clients is single and she's been single for a while and she's very much like me. Like I really relate to her a lot. And that's why we talk about dating and relationships so much because she's somebody who has this massively successful business. She is craving that really masculine presence in her life, but she kind of has the belief that like, but in order for him to be masculine, I have to teach him how to be masculine. It's like, I like literally like the thought of like a man, not that I've never gotten flowers from a man, like, like I've certainly have in like relationships, especially, but I mean like the idea of somebody just like going above and beyond when like I wasn't expecting it. I don't even open up my mind to the fact that somebody could do that. I feel like in order to do that, they have to be led in that direction. Again, me just so much being in the masculine, like controlled energy. And so again, my client is just like this. Exactly. She was writing, like we were sitting there writing like her dating profile and working on it. And she caught herself kind of like leading and telling, you know, this man exactly how to operate and what she wants. And like, in this really masculine way. And I, I was just saying, I was like, not, you know, I know that I'm, I do not have this all figured out, but it's just so interesting how we're sitting here saying we want this masculine man while at the same time we're in our masculine and like those, like the polarity doesn't work. There's no polarity there. Like, right. Like there has to be that, that, that opposite energy to attract the, the, the thing that we want, right? Like a masculine man wants a woman more so in her feminine, more surrendered energy as a general rule. And so again, not trying to go into all of that and it's more complex than we could possibly talk about today. But again, it was another example of me as we were talking this out, just in the sense of like, 
we spend so much time either wanting somebody to be different or we're saying we want a different outcome, but we're doing the opposite of what is going to create that outcome, right? We're actually attracting the opposite of what we want in those, in those situations. Again, we want somebody to take charge, but we're not letting them take charge. We're telling them how to change things. And again, it creates this really wonky energy that often is a huge mismatch, but to take this further into business, I want to remind you here and I want you to embrace that let's say if you were hiring a coach, let's say if you were hiring somebody to work on your team, every single person has different styles, has different strengths. And what I'll find so often, and, and the reason this came up over the mastermind is somebody was saying how uh, somebody had hired one coach and walked away from that coaching experience. This isn't my client, but like she was talking about somebody else, um, walked away from that coaching experience, really disappointed because she didn't learn more about structure. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but she didn't learn more about like structure and systems and like the more masculine practical aspects of business. And I was like, I don't know the situation. And so I'm certainly not like trying to say anything negative about somebody I don't know, or a situation, you know, I, I don't know what I'm talking about here, but I was like, it's always so interesting to me though, where like I knew the coach in particular that we were talking about. And I'm like, I don't understand how anybody would think hiring that person, they would walk away with structure or systems because that person doesn't talk about structure or systems. Like same thing with when we're hiring, you know, again, a contractor will hire people who are clearly like not tech savvy, for example. And then we're upset that they're not moving more quickly with like the VA tech tasks that we've given them. Right. Or again, there's somebody who is really creative and then they don't warp into this support role because that's not who they are. My, my coach Carrie has, uh, is a big advocate for the wealth dynamics test. If you just Google it, you'll find it, but it has different profiles in terms of like, you're, you know, the creator, you're the star, you're the mechanic. And it kind of gives you some concept of what your specialty is. And it's a good one to give your team as well, because if we're looking at a team, right, you hire five different people. And naturally, if you've got five people who are, you know, the stars or five people who are the creatives, that's great. You've got great ideas, but you don't have anybody to put the systems and structures in place. You don't have anybody to actually implement. You don't want five people who are again, in idea or spotlight mode with nobody, obviously like putting the pieces together on the back end. And so again, I'm using that as an example of so often we're not being present. We're not paying attention to what we actually need in a certain dynamic. We're hiring anybody or we're hiring somebody and we're hoping that they're going to be who we want them to be instead of really making sure that you are paying attention to the fact that you want a specialized person for this particular job. And, you know, another thing that we were talking about is how often people think that like not being direct is kind, right? I, every single day of my life, I'll have a conversation with clients and they say something, well, I didn't want to say anything because I wanted to be nice or, you know, I didn't want to be rude women. That's our biggest thing. Like we don't want to be perceived as rude or bitchy or whatever. And you, for example, not being specific and clear about how you want something done and then being pissed off that it wasn't done the way that you wanted it to be done that's unkind, right? 
I believe that's the unkind thing. You're not even giving somebody an opportunity to rise to the occasion. You're not giving somebody an opportunity to be what you wanted them to be. You're just, again, keeping it bottled up and not expressing it. And then of course it becomes an issue. And so I'm using that example because I hear it so often from people where they'll hire a contractor, a VA, whatever it is. And, you know, they want somebody who is super creative or super, you know, great at, again, graphics, whatever it is. And like, they want these beautiful graphics made, but then they hire the person who has never touched Canva before. And then they wonder why they're disappointed with the end results. So often again, we're not paying attention to who somebody actually is. And we're hiring or dating somebody because of like the potential of what we want. And then believing that we can kind of like white knuckle that person into being what we want. And I hope in saying all of this, I'm making it more clear for you that that's a lot of wasted time and energy. That's a lot of frustration that doesn't need to be there. And the more each and every one of us get more ruthless about what we want in the first place and we declare it and we communicate it and then we walk away when it doesn't rise to that level, the better off we'll all be. And just like I was saying about the thing about it being kinder to express that, I think a really good reframe for anybody struggling with this so often is really truly to remember that every time you're doing something that feels difficult in that way, you're giving the next person permission to do it as well. If I walk away from a dating situation that doesn't serve me because it's okay, but it's not as great as I want it to be. Yes, that's for me, of course, right? That's my personal life. While at the same time, there's something, there's something that feels really purposeful and important to me about being able to walk my walk in that way and then giving you permission to do it as well, right? Like just as an example, uh, I'm very adamant about the fact that I don't want to date a man with kids. Um, I, I've been down that road before and I loved my ex's children, but that was the hardest part of our breakup. And I certainly don't think I could go through that again, having to break up essentially with children. And like, I I just, I can't see myself doing that again. And it's not something that I want. Um, and then there are other reasons for it as well. And so there have been a few times where I've caught myself even on these apps where I'm like swiping yes on like with somebody who has kids. I'm like, Oh, well this could be okay. Well, he has a good job and he's, well, he's really cute. I'm like, no, you know you don't want this. And so every single time you say yes to something that you know you don't ultimately want, like you are so clearly betraying yourself. And again, when it comes to what I do, which is obviously such a big part of my life, it's all often such a helpful reminder for me with like, no, but like I have to do this for for what I do for all of you that are listening, because I have to, again, walk that walk, no matter how hard of a situation it might be sometimes, not, not in the example that I just gave you, but in all like aspects of life, I need to walk that walk and talk that talk because of the fact that, again, I'm hopefully giving you permission to as well. And so again, even, you know, in your communication with your, uh, like website designer, right? Like, let's say that you hired, if you are not happy with the job being done, right? You get to, again, express that, express that kindly, but not only do you benefit yourself because you are standing up for what you want, but you're ultimately also giving that business owner the permission to, you know, stretch their boundaries and to even further declare what it is that they want. Like I really do. I think when things are communicated kindly and 
appropriately. I, I think it has such a positive ripple effect. I really do. And so in that way, again, it's not unkind. I actually think it's the kind thing to do. And so, you know, all of this to say, I just want you all to remember that again, when it comes to dating, when it comes to hiring somebody, when it comes to your, all your relationships, right? The relationships with your parents, whatever people are who they are. I think that yes, people change sometimes. Like, you know how people say like people don't change. I don't agree with that because I know how much I've changed, but I've changed because I've wanted to people who don't want to change won't change. People who are invested in growth and invested in learning and are interested in learning, I think there's a little bit more space for that, for, for that change. While at the same time, I think we've all been around humans in our lives that are not willing to grow and change. They're not ready or willing to see things differently. And it's certainly not your job to force them to, right? It's not your job to force somebody to be more aware or more, you know, enlightened, whatever it is. That's not necessarily your job, especially if you don't want it to be your job. I don't want it to be my job. I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody. I feel as though I have to like, like, you know, shove down their throats, hear all these concepts and hear all these things. I don't want to coach, you know, the guy I'm sleeping with, of course. And so again, I'm saying all of that to remind you that, not every person on this planet is going to be who and what you want them to be. There are going to be situations where you are disappointed and frustrated sometimes. But what I want for you is for you to get better and better and better at seeing that earlier, seeing that more clearly, and rather than being afraid to walk away from something that's okay you are really clear on the way in which you want things to be your way, like the ultimate vision and truth of what it is that you want. And I want you to hold space for the fact that that exists, right? Hold the belief that that is out there for you. That's again, whether that is the romantic partner or whether that is the unicorn of a copywriter that you're trying to find. That person exists and so it's your job to, again, walk away from anything that is less than versus spending the time and energy trying to force them to be that and go out and pursue what it is that you want as boldly as possible. Declare it, say it, put it out there in your, in your dating profile, put it out there in the ad when you're looking for that person to hire them, own exactly who you want them to be rather than, again, putting yourself in a position where you are spending way too much time, way too much energy being frustrated and resentful around a situation that is, again, never going to change or most likely not going to change. And again, the writing was on the wall from the very beginning because again, it's a, it, I don't know, it's just such a common thing. And I know that I say it a lot. We talk about this whole concept of, you know, owning what you want and not settling for less. And I feel like I say this every single time. I know that I sound repetitive about that while at the same time, it's everything. It goes so fucking deep. It goes into every aspect of our lives. And I think that I can sit here and preach it to you each and every week. And I'm living, you know, 2% of what's possible for me, right? We all have like just more space and more room to grow with it, with everything. And so again, I feel like it's uh, such a big part of my job to keep reminding you of that because it's, again, I want you to have what you want, it's massively important to me because I know it's possible for you. And 
I want you to keep striving for it. And that again, starts with you not settling for less and not trying to fool yourself or fool others into becoming what they're not because you don't deserve that frustration and resentment. Okay. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye.